Welcome to Chip Chat Conversations in the Cloud, a weekly podcast with IT leaders who are driving the future of a software-defined infrastructure-based data center. I'm Gary McCulley, and welcome to Chip Chat Conversations in the Cloud. Today, I'm speaking with Stephen Nichols, Director of Sales Engineering for Virtuoso. How's it going, Stephen? It's going excellent. Thank you for asking. Let's start out by telling us a little bit about what Virtuoso does for people that might not be familiar. Virtuoso is a hyper-converged software solution for providing virtualized infrastructure and storage for partners both on-premise and in the cloud. The part that we've been most known for historically is about the server virtualization business, and we really help to define a part of the market called virtual private servers or VPS. Several years ago, we recognized that there was a need to create software-defined storage to support that use case, and we launched a software-defined storage system that is part of that hyper-converged solution that helps customers and partners to be able to take the best advantage of their infrastructure and all of the IT that they have. One of the key advantages of the software-defined hyper-converged solution is that it is relatively hardware agnostic. Now, obviously, some hardware works better than other hardware, but generally we try very hard to be able to, on commodity hardware, deliver the best performance that you can get out of that hardware. Give me some examples of the hardware that your software runs on. We actually have a wide variety of deployments that we have out there. So historically, many of the hosting providers or service providers that we've worked with use commodity x86 hardware with a combination of rotational and SSD drives in order to get a really good performance solution. But at the same time, many of our partners who require a high level of performance are running that on Blade hardware. There's a wide variety out there that can run. And really what it comes down to is making sure that you have the right resources for the workload that you're going to be running on that environment. And particularly because we do containers And those containers are very efficient at using the resources of the host. It allows you to run a lot of workloads without having to greatly exceed the hardware requirements that you might need for something like a virtualization, which is based on uh, virtual machines. What are some of the benefits of hyper-converged storage? So hyper-converged storage, when we talk about the benefits, what we're really talking about is depending on what you're comparing it to. So there's two basic things that we would compare it to. The first case would be just using ordinary local attached storage. And when you're using regular local attached storage, you are at risk of exposure to drive failure. Even if you're using a RAID configuration, you're certainly exposed to concentration of the use of the resources, and it doesn't give you the flexibility that a software-defined hyperconverged solution gives you to be able to distribute that I.O. across the entire hardware infrastructure, giving you a highly available environment by default, and again, maximizing the ability to utilize those resources really well. The other option that we would often compare a hyperconverged software-defined storage solution to would be having some kind of a dedicated storage appliance, which would be back-ending the solution. And there's a couple of advantages from a software-defined storage, and particularly when it's hyperconverged. First of all, it natively is integrated into the overall system, meaning that many of the software-defined nature means that the balancing and the assignment of workloads is naturally part of the system. 
But secondly, it also means that it's much, much easier to upgrade software than it is to upgrade an appliance. If there are innovations that are made, if there are new advances that take place, it's much, much easier in a software-defined situation to be able to take advantage of those much faster without having to wait for a hardware refresh. And it also means that you're able, because of the controls and the parameters are all looked after at a software level, it gives you a much higher degree of flexibility to use that software-defined solution, particularly when it's hyper-converged, as the demands and the needs of those workloads change. In a recent blog that you guys released, you talk about how your product comes at a critical time for businesses that are transitioning to containers with a need for persistent storage. You talk about how some of the storage costs can be brought down. Talk a little bit about how that can be accomplished. One of the key factors when you talk about containers, and particularly application containers, that you want to be able to have those be relatively stateless. You want those to be able to spin up quickly. You want them to really be able to only use hardware needs as they're required. But those applications do have some need for persistent storage. The data that's associated with those applications needs to be available not only on the single physical machine where you've got that one application or instance of the application running, but needs to be more broadly available across the cluster. And our software-defined storage solution, particularly because it's hyper-converged, naturally provides a highly available and cost-effective solution to be able to bring that back-ended persistent storage to that container environment without having to invest in redundancy and additional network requirements that you would need if you were trying to do that at the hardware level. Do you sell a software package that is not dependent on the number of nodes it's deployed on? Or Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things that we looked at is we wanted to have a very simple model for storage, and we wanted it to be flexible because storage needs really change over time. So the storage portion of the license is entirely based on the amount of storage that you have licensed that is available. So we use things like replication and erasure coding in order to provide high availability. But the model that we use in order to give the most flexibility for our customers is we only charge for the primary data source, so we don't charge additionally for replication. And we're concerned about basically the amount of available storage that you have licensed in the cluster. And that doesn't necessarily mean that if you have 500 terabytes of storage that you have to license all of that. You can buy a as-you-go license and license a portion of that. And as you then grow into it, you can add additional licensing. Okay. I'm sure you've piqued the interest of our listeners. Where can people go to find out more about your company's products? Is there an URL out there that you could share? Virtuoso.com. From there, we have information about all of our products. You can download a free trial. You can take a look at both the storage as well as the entire hyper-converged software solution that we offer. Well, thanks for your time. Thanks for chatting with us, Stephen, and best of luck to Virtuoso. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. 